Hello, my name is Brianna Patterson and welcome to the eBiomedicine podcast. Today we'll be discussing a preclinical study published in our February issue and titled Maternal Exercise Intergenerationally Drives Muscle-Based Thermogenesis Via Activation of Apollin AMPK Signaling. Preclinical research plays a significant role in translation medicine as it describes studies done on animal models to inform future research on human subjects. The more commonly discussed type of animal study is those done for drug research, where mice or other animals are tested to ensure a drug is safe before it is then moved to a human level. However, preclinical studies are also done in comparative medicine, where we gather and use information from one species to understand the same processes in other species. I'm joined here by my colleague, Dr. Zhao Dongli, who is the handling editor of this paper. Zadong, do you mind explaining a little bit as to why this study was of particular interest? Hi, Brianna. Thanks for inviting me. In this study, authors used a preclinical mouse model to answer a very basic but clinical or health-relevant question, which is whether and how the maternal obesity and maternal exercise have any intergenerational effect on the offspring's health. In particular, in this study, uh, diet-induced obesity and uh, metabolic disorders. So here, authors investigated the effect on muscle-based thermogenesis, which is very important in maintaining metabolic health. Authors found that although maternal obesity has adverse effect on metabolic homeostasis of offspring muscle, uh, maternal exercise could protect the offspring and uh, improve the metabolic homeostasis in their muscle through activating apling AMPK signaling pathway. And additionally, authors were able to demonstrate that uh, apling administration during a pregnancy uh, mimicked the beneficial effect of maternal exercise. So as we can see, although these uh, findings were in mouse, the mechanism is an evolutionarily well-conserved signaling pathway between mouse and human. So the results in mouse demonstrated its translational potential and uh, suggested that maternal exercise and apling administration may have similar beneficial effect on the human baby's metabolic health. And uh, this is the evidence that we need to move the study to a uh, human level. Thank you so much, Zadong. To elaborate further, I am now joined by two authors of this paper, Dr. Jun Suk Son, Assistant Professor at the University of Maryland School of Medicine, Department of Physiology and Department of OBGYN and Reproductive Sciences, and Dr. Min Du, Professor in Nutrigenomics and Growth Biology at the Washington State University Department of Animal Sciences. Hello, Jun and Min. Thank you so much for joining our podcast today. To start us off, do you mind explaining a little bit about muscle-based thermogenesis and the role that it plays in maintaining metabolic health? Uh, basically, uh, muscle-based thermogenesis includes muscle shivering thermogenesis and muscle non-shivering thermogenesis. Uh, the shivering is a repetitive contraction and relaxation process of muscle, and uh, which is activated by repeated stimulation of the neuromuscular junction. Uh, and uh, during muscle shivering, uh, heat is majorly produced. And in our study, uh, we had focused on 
the most non-sugaring thermogenesis, uh, which is mediated by sulcolipin and UCP3, uh, which is uncoupling protein 3, dependent uh, ATP hydrolysis by sulca, which is the sarcoplasmic and the plasma reticulum calcium ion ATPase, uh, which triggers the futile energy consumption. Uh, this futile energy consumption in the skeletal muscle improves the metabolic homeostasis of muscle and the whole body. Yeah, I agree. Actually, muscle-based thermogenesis uh, are relatively less emphasized compared with thermogenesis uh, from, from fat and uh, veg fat. So we thought that uh, it's an important uh, topic to study about the muscle basis of homogenesis because uh, of the less attention received in the past studies. And we do found that uh, muscle basis of homogenesis is uh, quite important to maintain the metabolic health. And how did you set about investigating the impact of maternal excise on offspring muscle development? Uh, Actually, in our previous study, we discovered the beneficial effects of exercise during pregnancy. Uh, especially, we measured uh, glucose metabolism and insulin sensitivity in the offspring fed a high-fat diet or chow diet for eight weeks after weaning uh, from sedentary mother and exercise mother. And uh, we showed that the maternal exercise protects offspring metabolic dysfunction uh, because of high-fat diet challenge. And furthermore, uh, we also discovered that maternal exercise enhances muscle development and function, such as uh, muscle maximum and endurance grip strength. And we and at the time, we hypothesized that uh, offspring metabolic enhancement might be due to uh, skeletal muscle development. Thus, uh, we performed RNA sequencing uh, analysis utilizing fetal muscle and targeted potential signaling pathways. And finally, we could report uh, the muscle-based non-sugaring thermogenesis in response to maternal exercise. Uh, so one of the reasons why we are interested in maternal uh, effects on the fetal development, actually this is the field we have been doing quite a long time uh, in the lab. But in the past, we have been focusing on the maternal obesity impact on the brown fat development function. And uh, recently, uh, we also found that uh, maternal obesity affects the exercise capacity of the offspring. So this is a more uh, natural extension to see what the somogenesis could look like. And uh, somogenic functions are certainly important. Uh, for the metabolic health of the offspring. What were the findings of this study? Would you say that the findings are more clinically significant than past studies on non-shivering thermogenesis, which focused on brown adipose tissue? Uh, the major finding was the important intergenerational role of maternal exercise in improving skeletal muscle non-shivering thermogenesis and metabolic homeostasis of the offspring muscle. Uh, which protects the metabolic impairment because of maternal obesity. Uh, secondly, uh, we showed apelin uh, as an exercise-dependently secreted hormone 
uh, mirrors the similar effects of maternal exercise, which primarily mediated by uh, AMPK, which is AMP-activated protein kinase, and uh, CAMKK2, which is the calcium carmodulin-dependent protein kinase 2, uh, signaling pathways, uh, which lead to sarcolipine and UCP3 activation in order to enhance the muscular non-sugaring dermogenesis. And uh, in the second question, uh, it is too difficult to say what is more important. Uh, what I mean is both are important. Uh, however, uh, brown fat is known to play an important role in infancy. Uh, and the amount of brown fat gradually decreases with age. On the other hand, uh, the amount of muscle, skeletal muscle, is so large that uh, it accounts for about 40% of whole body mass, uh, even in adulthood. Uh, thus, the study uh, we reported that the metabolic enhancement of offspring skeletal muscle can be controlled by maternal exercise is clinically very important. So I, I agree that uh, especially right now, with the discovery that the exercise itself can enhance the uh, NST in the muscle and uh, it's increasing recognized for its work in the obesity prevention and exercise. So we can link maternal exercise to the offspring, uh, non, yeah, I mean, there's a somogenesis in the muscle. I think that's uh, exciting, but we do not say that uh, less important uh, or more important than the brown adipose tissue. I think both are important. While this is still at a preclinical phase, what could this finding signify for future patients? How could this approach be adapted to a human treatment? Although uh, potentially applicable to clinical treatment, uh, we are focusing a little bit more on preventive effects. But the best thing is to control the metabolic health of offspring through maternal exercise. Uh, furthermore, it is also expected uh, that drugs that can mediate the exercise effect uh, can mediate the metabolism of the offspring uh, to some extent of pregnant women who are unable to exercise due to uh, physical discomfort or other other uh, pathophysiological reasons. Uh, we will continue to this continue to study this more in the future. And the June's uh, experimental design, actually, we use a treadmill exercise. And uh, using the modulate uh, intensity, right? We follow the recommendation of the uh, for human actual pregnant woman exercise. So this uh, increase the uh, potential adapt by the pregnant woman and uh, increase the translational value of uh, the studies. And following the success of the study, do your respective groups have any collaborations planned in the future? Oh, yes, um, actually, uh, in the University of Maryland Medical School, uh, we have already started the clinical research. Uh, 
We are planning to recruit subjects for healthy pregnant women and obese pregnant women with without physically active lifestyle during pregnancy uh, in order to study what their metabolism uh, changes when those uh, offspring are born. Thank you so much for joining me today. That was Dr. Jun Sok Sun, Assistant Professor at the University of Maryland School of Medicine, Department of Physiology and the Department of OBGYN and Reproductive Sciences, and Dr. Mindu, Professor in Nutrigenomics and Growth Biology at the Washington State University Department of Animal Sciences.